Welcome to my podcast, Wellness Business. I'm your host, Libby Rothschild, registered dietitian, nutritionist, certified personal trainer, and your online wellness business coach. I help wellness influencers grow their social media following by creating community, creating online income and impact. Join me as I interview guests and have casual conversations with you answering your pressing questions. Follow me on Instagram at wellness.bizcoach. In today's episode, I want to walk you through my process of leaving my full-time clinical job for my online business. I'm now a full-time online business coach, which is really exciting. I want to tell you why I'm doing it and the whole process of how I got here with my time frame. I like to design my own path and that's what I help you do too. And that's why online business is a perfect fit for me because it allows the flexibility and the opportunities are infinite which I've seen. And it's, it's exceeded all my expectations just so far. I've only been doing this. I mean, I only um, have had my business, you know, became LLC since late of 2018, November to be specific. But, you know, I started my journey a couple years back. I got serious in 2018. I got more serious in late 2018. And now in 2019, I'm, I'm 100%, right? 110%. So I'm just going to share with you a little bit about my... Um, my clinical job and and why I did stay for so long because I really stayed there longer than I needed to. I I could have left, I could have left that job uh, over a year ago. And uh, because they complimented my personality management and the overall experience, and they really let me take the rein, so to speak, it helped me want to stay there and give back. And I also, you know, I, my, I have my master's in clinical nutrition. Like I said, I did enjoy the work. I, I did find it satisfying. And I also, towards the end, took uh, interns, which I also think is important. And that complements my mission, which is to give back and provide leadership in the community, specifically with women and dietetics. And it's important to me. When I first got that, that role, I negotiated uh, my hours and I was able to do late shift twice a week. And because of that, I actually was anticipating when I first got the job, I was still doing personal training as my first career. And I was going to do some hours with personal training in the mornings when I did late shift at my last, uh, when I worked in peds. I decided not to do that because pretty soon after I got my job, about six months in, I networked and connected with a a pediatrician from another like unit in the same department. And I was actually able to negotiate moonlighting, which is overtime. And I was able to work at at two clinics and I got paid an hourly rate. It was like time and a half. And so I worked two late days per week, like a, you know, 12, 13 hour shift at my job. Uh, Meaning I worked, I did an early shift at one clinic, took a shuttle to another clinic and I was able to make, you know, good money. And I also was able to build relationships. And that helped me, although I was working more, right? So I, I got paid a salary higher than what my, you know, projected rate was from the academy uh, salary calculator, which I liked, right? But I really was able to build relationships and also build my skills as a clinical dietitian, which was important to me at the time. And because of that, I was able to network and I met a dentist. Uh, I I remember one of the administrators who uh, liked me, he allowed me to work in his clinic and do the moonlighting. And I also had to perform, right? So we we decided what was expected of me and I achieved that. And he let me stay. I stayed for years. I did moonlighting for, I think, 
two, three years is a long time. Uh, <laughs> it was a really long time. Those are long hours. And again, I was building my skill sets, making money, and I liked it, but it was a little exhausting after a while. <laughs> it's a lot of hours. Uh, because I did that and put myself in that environment, uh, I, I was introduced to a dentist who asked me to do one lecture in the dental department about nutrition. And I pitched, uh, I can't exactly remember the specifics. I've talked about this before, but I was asked um, to, to pitch a series and I went to the meeting and I negotiated uh, doing a curriculum and they, they contracted me for four years and I got paid a lot of money and to teach in another department. And all of that, all of those opportunities were brought to me because I negotiated, I had, you know, I took opportunities that weren't given to me. I created them. And I, be- I believe a big reason why I stayed at my job so long is because there were infinite opportunities available to me with support. And the experiences were good. Moonlighting at that other clinic, I enjoyed it very much. And then because of that, I developed a research project, uh, administered a curriculum in pediatrics, and I also did in another department that I got paid for, the one I just mentioned, that was the dental department. So not only was I making, you know, a ton of money, but I was also getting great experience and I enjoyed it. And then when I transferred to a different department, I was also, I was presented with a new set of um, different types of conditions and patients that I hadn't seen in peds. And that was also really good for me to improve my clinical knowledge and abilities So overall, the job was great and I didn't hate it. You know, I think a lot of entrepreneurs say, oh, I can't wait to leave my, you know, my job. I didn't wake up thinking like, I don't want to go to work. It wasn't like that. Uh, Like many of you, I'm multi-passionate and I do enjoy, I love nutrition, right? I love clinical nutrition. That's my master's degree. And I love just taking opportunities that aren't given to me and creating something out of them. That's my biggest joy. And my job let me do that. And they supported me and respected me. And I appreciate that. But it got to a point, you know, I got engaged, which is wonderful, in 2018, in September. And then my fiance and I moved to New Jersey. And so I was commuting longer after the move to my job in the city, which is exhausting. Those of you who commute might know. So that's stressful. And then on top of that, my business just like in 2019, I'd say like late 2018, my business like exploded. I mean, I get, you know, applications every day for people who want to coach with me. And because of the demand, I increased my rate. I've increased my rate a few times and the demand still keeps coming. And then I'm still converting leads into clients and I still have a wait list. So I ended up with 17 clients, (laughs) which is a lot. 17 clients in the beginning of 2019. And I had everything mapped out. I wasn't offering, I was only offering um, one call per month with email support for these clients uh, so that I would be able to meet the demands of the contract that I had for the clients. And that's something similar to what I did in 2018. Since then, I've changed that. I'm, I'm giving more more calls now, but I'm walking you through my my past here. 
my logic, I mean, obviously that's too much. Okay. I get that. <laughs> but my logic was that I, I would be able to work it out because my clients would book a month ahead, which they did. So if they book a month ahead and then I was doing, you know, I did a call during a lunch break, which is non-paid. I would do a series of calls on the weekend and then I block, I time blocked some time to be able to reply back to emails. And it, it, it is manageable, but it is definitely tight, right? The time is tight. So I did that and then it got to a point where I kept getting more leads after having this many clients and I said to myself, you know what, I got to increase my rate. I increased my rate and then I, I got, I mean, I was able to convert 80% of the sales calls and I'm thinking to myself like, okay, at what point do I leave my job? Because I'm making, you know, really good money. I, for the last six months, I've been making consistently um, five figures every month in my business. My course with Rachel Paul is, is doing fantastic every month. It grows in income. We made over 8K this month. So it's still not, that's not five figure yet, but my coaching is. So when you combine that, I don't need a job. So really, I, I could have quit a very long time ago. And I do regret that because I would have been further in my business. I also feel like I let maybe some fear and also not, I, maybe I didn't prioritize well enough. It's just a lot of things happening at once with being engaged, moving to New Jersey, managing, like taking on more clients than normal. And then I also, I had mentioned, I just transferred to a new department not that long ago. So it was a lot of different things all happening at once. And then I finally decided uh, after I got to a certain point of clients and I had talked to multiple coaches that it was time, right? I mean, I guess, what does it take for me to realize at what income level, right? If I've been making over six figures from coaching in the last six months, at what point do I, <laughs> at what point do I feel satisfied enough to say, okay, it's time, right? So clearly there's, there's some fear there for me, as well as, like I said, prioritization, because I don't dislike going to my job at all. I enjoy everything that I do. I mean, I have a good life. I've created a good life, and you can do that for yourself too. It's just a matter of making sure that I'm giving myself some space, which is what I'm doing now. So I left my job and I had first tried to do this step down where I thought to myself, like maybe I would do some, some part-time situation, which I know that doesn't make any sense. And I had a justification in my head as to why I would do that. I decided not to. So those are the things going in my head. You know, what about insurance, health insurance? I'm not married yet. And like thinking about all these costs I did get, I have a CPA working with me where I'm doing like, uh, you know, I'm getting every month. I'm, I'm getting a, an expense report from her so I can really, you know, see where I'm spending my money, how much profit am I making, where am I going to put my monies, what percentage am I investing back into the business, like just major growing pains right now, just like I said, lots of stuff going on. And when I went to management and I told them and I let them know, they were all super supportive, which was really nice. And it's been... I don't think it's really hit me yet, <laughs> but I will say it's going to be very good for me and my, my business and personal life because last month particularly hasn't been healthy for me in the sense that 
I work a full-time job and then I come home and I got calls all night, right? Or my mastermind and it's not fair for my fiance, even though he's super supportive, you know, he'll let me, I'll do my calls and he'll, you know, be quiet and respect that and he'll make dinner, which is wonderful. But that's also not good for my relationship because, you know, you got to be present in the relationship. And I also have like, haven't been able to exercise as much. So that's not good for my self-care, although it's temporary, that's still not ideal. So now we're going into March, right? It was the beginning of the month. And what I'm looking at is I've got calls almost every day with clients. Uh, now I offer weekly calls. So my my new package uh, with a little bit of trial and error for my clients is th- they get weekly 90-minute calls. And then I offer a, a virtual bi-weekly mastermind. And that's optional, but all my clients take it. And I so I have two mastermind slots running right now. Last quarter, or this same quarter, but last couple months, I had a mastermind that I had four. I ran four and it was too much. <laughs> it was a little too much. I love the masterminds, but just the combination of masterminds, clients, and, and full-time job in another state, it was just a little too much for me. Mind you, I did, you know, I have a virtual, I have two virtual assistants. I have an operating manager. I have two, three coaches. I have a mentor. So I've, I've got a team. I have a designer. I have two photographers. I've got a videographer. You know, I have people helping me out here, uh, but it's still, I'm still in the beginning stages of assembling my team. So now that, <laughs> now that I'm, I'm done with my job, right? March is the, the first month where I'm, you know, um, finishing out, uh, gotta, you know, finish my last days at my job and then live my new life. And I am so excited for it because I schedule time for my clients. I'm working on right now, like, um, you know, what availability do I want to have? What time do I want to carve out for other things like, you know, work, and recording my podcast and working on content and strategy and you know anything kind of business development related and then when do I want to take calls and then also work on um, stuff with my business with Rachel which is our course and our future together which is exciting and I've got some news coming up with that so there's definitely it's going to be a learning curve for me. I feel like I'm not going to know what to do with myself with all this time. But at the same time, there's a lot of stuff that I'll be able to work more on um, upcoming, uh, improving my client experience with who I'm with now and improving my package for my new potential clients who are going to work with me. And then just getting my business, you know, getting a better system, working on my marketing. Uh, so I'm a uh, you know, I've had a marketing audit and she will be a guest on my podcast. Her name is Kathy. She's wonderful. And she's helping me with, you know, my internal linking. I'm going to work more on SEO. So there's a lot of things in my business that I have not focused on that I will be able to focus on. And that's exciting. And when I say I focus on, I'm not going to be doing that. I'm going to be directing someone else to do it. I just want to make that clear that I don't want to be the person doing everything in my business. I'm not going to be designing my freebies. I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to be taking my own photographs for Instagram. Like I understand that some of you do that and that's wonderful, but I'm of the the mindset that I just want to do what I'm best at and then I want to ha- have my team do everything else. And if you're not yet in that position to delegate and and have created a team, 
I think it's important to really focus on your priority and energy management. How are you spending your time? You know, how, when are you most productive in the day and how are you optimizing that time and what could you do differently? What small thing can you delegate? I've talked about this a lot on Instagram. Uh, if you're tied on money, then you can have grocery delivery instead of going to the grocery store. Or, you know, even batch cooking, as you know, is a great way to save time or, you know, trying to focus on activities with other people, uh, for example, your partner or friends, like physical activities. So that way you can, you know, I call it kill two birds with one stone and, and really maximize your time. And when it comes to me, I'm in this uh, stage right now, and this is definitely where I want to be where I'm focusing 80, 90%, ideally would be like 95% of my time, 100% of my time, just on my business, like coaching and then strategizing for my business. And I want my operating manager, who's wonderful, I'm going to try to have her come on again and update you with what we're working on. Her name is Andrea from the Creative Spring. So I have her helping me out with systems in my business and I've actually also had her help manage my marketing VA, my marketing virtual, sorry, my admin virtual assistant. I, I'm about to hire a marketing virtual assistant as well. Uh, so I want people on my team to help manage other people and provide strategy. And then what I want to do is just focus on what I'm best at. So that's what's coming up with me, improving my uh, client experience for, you know, coaching, working on some strategy with Rachel and I and some stuff that we have coming up, some upgrades from what we've already done in 2018. She and I are just blown away with um, not just the the financial success from our course, but the community that we've created from those of you who have taken it, implemented the framework, seen success, and just really built your confidence. And so we want to take that another step further. And that's you know really exciting for us. And I absolutely love working with her. I consider her my mentor. She's helped me in so many ways with my focus. And working with her, I believe we're just so complimentary. So I'm going to have her on the podcast again, do an episode, talk about what's going on in the world of us. I just wanted to update you all and let you know it is possible if you've got a full-time job to quit it. Uh, you know, I did that in just a couple of years. I mean, really... Uh, technically one year after taking my business seriously, less than one year, if you want to count when I became LLC. And, you know, when I first started my Instagram, again, that was my entrance to social media. I really didn't, I really didn't know what I was doing. I just put myself out there. And then with some fine tuning and strategy and really that the moment that life changed for me was when not, not when I met Rachel Paul, but when Rachel and I connected and uh, you know, she gave me some really honest feedback and told me that she felt like I needed to solve a bigger problem. And she felt like I really needed to take a critical look at simplifying how I was communicating to my audience. And since then, and since working with her and combining our strengths and then helping our, our field, not only of dietitians, but we also help wellness professionals, nurses, therapists, et cetera. It's just been such a rewarding experience for us to help you and then for us, me and her, to grow together independently and collaboratively. I will continue to share our updates. I'll continue to let you know what's going on with me uh, and all of my free time that I'll have now, right? I, I st- my wait list is still, I still have a wait list. I'm not going to be opening that up. I'm not sure when. I'm uh, Maybe April, maybe the end of March. I have to evaluate some things in my business since I'm uh, 
I'm not there yet. I got a week or so to, to check that out. I'm, I'm pretty full right now. Um, but I might be taking some people and starting them in April. So that's definitely a possibility, but not in March. I want to thank you for supporting me. And I, again, I just want to let you know that if you too have a job and you want to quit and do your own thing, it's possible to take, go from side hustle to full time. And if you don't want a job at all, and you just want to go straight into online business, it's definitely also possible. So whatever journey you want to take to be able to be your own boss and create that life of freedom, right? Then it's, you can do it. I did it and you can do it. And through my podcasts and through my social media, I'll continue to show you how and walk you through uh, my, my process. Thank you for joining today's episode. To learn more, check out my free three-day video course at bit.ly backslash get leads underscore video course. We'll see you next week.